Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Common Sense for America podcast. I'm Ian Duncan, your CSA director and host. Our mission is to put common sense intelligence back into American thought. I like to start off my podcast by asking the question, how did we get here? How did we get to a point where common sense seems to be a thing of the past? I define common sense as readily observable facts and coming to logical conclusions. Also, I look, like to think of it as an accumulation of wisdom. One of the things that we see in today's culture is that uh, there seems to be two worldviews. You have the conservative traditionalism, which uh, likes to preserve the positive pieces of America. And then you got the progressive activism, which in fact seems to want to change America because the view is that America isn't all that great. And with these two views, you have an acknowledgement of what I would call common sense, which would be the more conservative approach. And then you've got almost the trying to ignore common sense, which is what seems to drive progressive activism. And why do I point that out? Um, this is what the whole podcast is about. It is kind of trying to figure out where we are, use common sense. But first, let's go to our first commercial break. Today's podcast is brought to you by CPI Transactions. Need non-standard funding for real estate deals? CPI Transactions can help. We make real estate transactions easier. Check us out at cpitransactions.com. So I'll go into defining what is common sense and what is wisdom. On a personal level, I'll give you an example. You know, sometimes you'll hear somebody that's incredibly book smart but doesn't seem to have a lot of quote-unquote common sense. And why is that? A lot of times that's because a person like that typically doesn't do a lot of social interacting and they live a somewhat sheltered life. They don't get out and they don't accumulate experiences. But they have a tendency to spend a lot of time learning about things, what you would call book knowledge, right? <clears throat> that's typically what kind of person that you would characterize as really, really smart, but not much common sense because they don't have those experiences. On the other end of the spectrum, you've got a person that has a lot of common sense, but not much book knowledge. And how does that happen? Well, that person typically has had a lot of life experience, but may not have a whole lot of secondary or extended education as far as college or an advanced degree, like a master's or a doctorate or not even high school. And they have a lot of life experience. So most of their knowledge is gained through just living. That's, that's a person with a lot of common sense. That's the definition on the personal level. All of us in general, we have uh, a combination of these. Uh, those would be just the two extremes, right? Then you can look at co uh, common sense and wisdom somewhat on a, on a community level. On the community level, I like to break it down into culture and tradition. Culture defined is the arts, beliefs, customs, institutions, and other products of human work and thought considered as a unit, especially with regard to a particular time or social group. China is known for, at least from an American standpoint, for having the Chinese festivals and the Chinese calendar. Fireworks actually originated from China. Although we as Americans, we like to incorporate fireworks with the celebration of our Independence Day. That's kind of a defining factor of our culture. Tradition is defined as the passing down of elements of culture from generation to generation, especially by oral communication. So in the example of China, tradition didn't actually 
happen overnight. It was thousands and thousands of years of culture influencing tradition. So in the case of the United States, the traditions that we have come mainly from European culture. That's because our country was influenced heavily by European tradition, mostly Western European countries. And so a lot of our traditions stem from those. And tradition, in some respects, you can look at culture as the current in the now common sense or equivalent. And then tradition is the accumulation of wisdom over time. Understanding common sense helps you understand both how your customs, traditions, or whatever have come to be because of those influences. You can hopefully understand, and that's a lot of what the intent of DEI is, right, is to look at uh, different cultures and different traditions and, and try to understand them. DEI initiatives in and of themselves I don't think are bad, but they have a tendency, like many things, to be perverted for personal gain for power, which I will talk about later in upcoming podcasts. But that is the sad truth is that the whole idea of being woke is being aware of other traditions and cultures. But as we know, woke has been misused, and so has DEI, to push down certain agendas by the left a lot. What the whole idea is, is to, to gain knowledge of other cultures. And I'm going to kind of focus a little bit more and pivot some of the difference when it comes to what knowledge is. Knowledge is essentially uh, knowing something, right? The big difference between common sense and knowledge is that knowledge can be accumulated through books. There's no application of judgment. It's just information. It's just by itself. There is no judgment involved in knowledge. So what a person needs to be able to do is discern with their judgment how to apply knowledge. One of those people that often is referred to as a very wise person was Socrates. Somebody had gone to the Oracle of Delphi and asked, who is the wisest person in Athens? And the answer was Socrates. Well, the Oracle, if you don't know, the Oracle is some kind of spiritual being that had the knowledge of everything. That's why Oracle, the company, uses that name is because they're collecting information. And so the whole idea was to gather all the information and be able to have it in one spot. And that's what the Oracle was um, in, I believe, Plato's Republic. Well, Socrates, he often self-reflected. He's known as being a great philosopher. A little bit of history with him is he originally was a hoplite. A hoplite was an infantry person in the Greek time of antiquity. And he was a soldier. He was a foot soldier. And then after he retired from the military... He became a philosopher. He reflected on a lot of things. He observed a lot of things. And, and so that's how he came to be known as a very wise man. He actually never wrote anything. Plato was one of his students. Um, Plato is the one who wrote The Republic. That's where we get all the information about Socrates. And one of the very specific things that's a quote that Socrates was known for saying, I know that I know nothing. And why would he say something like that? The reason is, is because he would self-reflect a lot. And he understood that the very fact that he didn't know everything made him wise. He was aware of his own ignorance. He never tried to pretend that he knew everything. That was very, a wise thing to do because if you think you know everything, you have a tendency to 
pass bad judgment and, and not actually reflect and stand back and learn what you can. But that was one thing that was specific to Socrates that he was known for. And you don't see that a lot today, especially in politics, especially the left likes to think that they know the answer to everything. And they will they will state something as fact, even when it's not. So that is kind of the dichotomy. Socrates, very smart, very wise individual. That's why I started this podcast was to do a lot of that self-reflection. And, and Socrates was essentially the epitome of that. Because he was such a wise man, and I'm going to focus a little bit on wisdom itself. Wisdom is uh, also a form of common sense, good judgment. Uh, another definition is the sum of learning through the ages, knowledge, and that's tradition and how we've gotten to where we are. Today, we look back at slavery with disdain and we look at it for what we see it as, and that is nobody should be able to own another person. That's a fairly recent phenomenon as far as history goes. The sad truth is there are still people that are slaves and slave owners in the world today, but especially when it comes to Western culture and Western tradition, it's very much looked and frowned upon as it should be because of the fact that at one point there was a group of fairly progressive thinkers at the time when slavery was quite common that uh, saw slavery for what it was. It was you know, bad. It's bad to own a person because a lot of times people get mistreated um, and people should have the whole idea of free will. Well, that was a progressive thought, you know, 400 years ago, which sounds like a long time ago. But as far as history is concerned, that's not that long. And it was the influence of Christian values and Judeo-Christian belief that got us to the point where, as a part of our culture today, it is reflected as very bad and as well as should be. You won't hear that. You will hear from the left, Western values are not good, but they are coming from it from the perspective of they don't even think about the fact that at one time slavery was a very accepted and very normal practice, which today it's not. That's how we've become more wise and those that kind of throw history in the trash without fully understanding it. That's why they're not wise. They take the knowledge that they have, but they apply bad judgment to it and show their ignorance. So, all right, well, time for our second commercial break. Need a digital footprint that reaches customers? Social media, not your thing? We can help. Source One Technologies, digital marketing that works. Visit SourceOneTech.com. I'm going to kind of show you or illustrate in today's news cycle what the difference of knowledge versus common sense is. And I'm going to bring up the whole situation with the finding of cocaine in the White House. What we know is that there was cocaine found in the White House. We also know the White House is probably one of the most monitored places in the world. You have to get all kinds of clearances just to be able to be put on the list of uh, being able to visit the White House. There are cameras all over the place in pretty much every room in the White House. That's because security has to be very good. It's probably the most secure building on the face of the planet. We know that. We know that cocaine was found, and we also know that the White House is secure. And from that, we can, through common sense, infer who may have been able to sneak cocaine into the White House. The press tries to reflect on it as, 
oh yeah, Secret Service. We've done all this investigating. There were no fingerprints, blah, blah, blah. And they changed their story as to where in the White House it was found. And, and they're doing that by manipulating knowledge. We know that there's cameras all over the place. We know cocaine was found. We know that really the only people that can go in and out of the White House without being frisked or patted down by the Secret Service is the Biden family themselves. Through that, we can sit there and go, the readily observable facts or knowledge would be that cocaine somehow got in the White House and the only people that can get into the White House without rigorous screening would be the Biden family. A common sense conclusion would be that more than likely it was one of the Bidens. Add a little bit more common sense. Hunter Biden um, is a known drug addict. More than likely it was him. And that's where you can apply that common sense. That's a real world example. So think about that. Think about how Kareem Jean-Pierre is trying to say, yep, nope, we have no idea who it is. When asked Secret Service, they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't, they didn't find any fingerprints and we have no idea. Well, that is why I started this podcast. Uh, wake up, America. The sad truth is, is that you're being told something that you know is patently false. And all you got to do is apply common sense. There's a saying, don't trust your lying eyes. Well, if you choose not to use common sense, then that's what you do. You don't trust what you can readily observe. And you just take whatever information you're being fed. That's a dangerous thing. So think about these things, America. That's the whole point of this podcast is to get you to think. So, all right. Thank you for listening today. In closing, I close out this podcast with these words from Proverbs 3.21. Don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them. Thanks, America. Have a wonderful day.